0: Welcome back to Vegan Cookie Reviews. So excited to have you guys listening in. I know it's been a while, but you know what? We're back at it. We're ready to go. I'm excited to share what I have in store for you. So first off, we got episodes coming out. We got music coming out. I'm adding some music mixes in here, which I'm super excited about. And uh, yeah, so a couple episodes are gonna focus on mental health, and that's something that's kind of close uh, to my heart. Uh, and hopefully one day I'll be able to kind of share the story of, of what's been going on these past couple months. But, um, I hope that what I share is able to be helpful, insightful, and interesting to you guys. So, so yeah, I won't talk too much because I don't got too much to say. Uh, I mean, I do, I do have a lot to say, but I won't, you know, kind of hold back here in the intro. Uh, but yeah let's just let's just get right into it and enjoy thank you hey tell me if you love me. yes I love you Mia I love you Vicky tell me if you love him that's a hiccup tell him tell him, tell him. love you Mia love you call me back well yeah like you know I love you I'm super proud of like everything that you've accomplished especially the fact that like your dream with what yeah. you're doing which I love Yeah, hey man I heard the last podcast uh, the conversation was good uh, uh, the, the, the guest was interesting I will say I think the best part of it was the name though vegan cookie reviews you gotta, you gotta give me credit yeah
1: no I will vegan cookie reviews because I just know, like, the type of person that you are and, like, the type of content you make and the way you make people feel is special.
0: It's one of a kind. Their privilege and lack of privilege in that specific area, like, you feel
1: uncomfortable mm-hmm. around them. Like, you don't get that with you because you don't ever feel like you're um, judging, like, like, a
0: privilege that, or anything. like you are,
1: like, a positive yeah, person
0: nice. to be around. Well, dude, I was telling you, that's what I think is so cool about it is, like, you've got these, like, conversations that we've had like set in stone. like when we're like 50 we can look back and be like oh yeah let's listen to this like 40 minute conversation we had in 2017 or whatever yeah So today we have Brittany Huguenin on uh, Vegan Cookie Reviews, who is a spiritual life coach. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you. One, because I've loved all your posts that you post on not only Instagram, but also your website. Like, I love the blog posts that you do. thank you. How, well, let's start from the beginning. Did you always grow up in Los Angeles? Like, what was your childhood like? I want to know more about you.
1: Sure. So I'm not from L.A. I moved here about two years ago. I'm actually from Kansas City. Um, That's kind of how this whole journey started was the desire to move to California and how I can make that happen. And that's kind of where I awakened and I decided that I was going to make my dream come true. Um, But more background, I am from Kansas City, born and raised. Uh, But my mom is from Laos, which is an Asian country Mm. in in Asia, of course. And my dad is from Missouri. So I kind of I'm half white, half Laotian. Um, I grew up mainly with my mom's side, um, cause my parents were divorced, but, um, I had a really happy childhood. I wouldn't say I struggled in any way. I mean, you know, mm. everyone has struggles, but like I had a very, I never saw that as a problem. The fact that my parents were divorced, I felt like it was meant to happen that way. And I knew it worked out better that way for everyone. So, yeah that's kind of how uh, i grew up i have one brother he's in the air force um he's stationed out in georgia um i'm really close to my grandma i feel like my mom and my grandma have the biggest influence on who i am today but my dad plays a big role because i feel like he understands me at that deepest level so i feel like that's kind of how i was shaped to become who i am of course doing the inner work but the influence of your family of course influences who you are as a person. So. Yeah.
0: How was uh, Kansas City? Like, what was it like? You Did you grow up there since, like, what age? You I was were... born and raised. So what was Kansas City like? Like, I don't know anything <laughs> about
1: I mean, it was cool. I mean, you know what the suburbs are like, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like a lot of sub suburbs. There yeah. is a downtown, but it's not like this downtown where oh, it's okay. like a bunch of streets. It's probably like four to ten blocks, that's a wide range, but (laughs) (laughs) it's not as big as LA, but there is a city, and I was about 25 minutes from this downtown, so um,
0: it was Mm -hmm. fine,
1: I mean, I enjoyed my childhood, but there came a point where I realized, wait, I've already done everything I could, I started partying at a, at a young age like that's where i feel like I, ha- I got it out at an early age so that i could mature at a younger age if yeah, that yeah. makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah so no, it does <laughs> yeah i started partying at 16 so you saw me in the club at 17 i'm just saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cool though it was cool um i had a good life there but i did know that by age 16 or 17 that Kansas wasn't the move. Because I'm like, wait, I'm waiting to turn 21 to come to this? I've already yeah. done this. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I was in the clubs at 17. I'm just saying so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, and so once you moved here, what was the... How was the transition for you?
1: The transition?
0: Because it feels like... I almost feel like... Um, let's see if I'm right or wrong. It probably wasn't as hard. Because it sounds like you kind of wanted, you know, this more pace than than what were, you were exactly. used to.
1: Exactly. You're right. It was an easy transition. I felt like the universe kinda laid out the path easily for me to walk mm-hmm. down it. That's what was easy. It was like I was wanting it so bad and then once it came it be- became so easy to move here. Yeah. Um but in terms of settling and finding my way, that was definitely harder than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. The six months I would say of You know, you have expectations coming in without trying. You know, you have expectations of what you think your friends are going to be like. Because I have a lot of dancer friends here. And I was like, oh, we're all going to see each other all the time. That did not happen. So I felt lonely a lot um, in the first six months or so. But I feel like I needed to go through that because I went through, I had to do a lot of inner work, figuring out what it is within me. Is it that I can't be alone? Is it that I can't do things by myself? Am I uh, I not happy unless I'm with other people? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like stuff like that. So that was the harder part of the transition, I guess. Um, Other than that, the regular California life, you know, traffic, I expected that. I I took it like a champ. I got it, you know, work life, took it like a champ. You know, the things that you materialistically, I took that like a champ. But in Mm -hmm. terms of like relationships, my happiness, you know, my confidence, all of that kind of had was re-questioned over again because I got to a good level before I moved here and then I had to do more work once I got here that was the biggest transition I had to work on.
0: The level that you got to before you came here, what what motivated you to take the steps to become s- so self-aware and so, kind of, I guess, to the point where you are now, like what motivated you to start doing that, I guess? Was that something that you always felt drawn towards?
1: So, the reason I wanted to move here, well, the reason I became self-aware is because I wanted to move here, but I didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. It's actually because of two friends who you're sitting with right here, Naomi. Shout out,
0: Naomi. Naomi
1: and Carly. They <laughs> they told me about the law of attraction, and I I was like, what's the law of attraction? Does that mean someone you're like attracted to? Yeah, you know, yeah. you know that's <laughs> that's not what it means. It means like what you think is what you attract into your life. You know, the things that you believe, you think of, mm-hmm. it comes into your life. And I was like, whoa, mind blown. I I watched the documentary. Um, I started crying about it because I was like, that's all I have to do is just believe that I can move to California and I can live in California. And I literally cried because I was like done. This is me. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, what do I got to do? And it's like doing the inner work, becoming friends with your soul. And I was like, Oh shoot, there's someone else in there. I'm like, that's how I moved to California is being friends with myself and talking nicely to myself. That's all I got to do. Okay. So that's kind of what I started practicing Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I know I want to live in California. I would visit here all the time. Did not want to leave. I was like, this is where I belong. You know, that feeling of you just know, you just have that gut feeling, that strong desire within, to make things happen you know that fire and mine was to live in california and that's what motivated me every day not gonna lie i did fall off the horse sometimes i did lose motivation i wasn't as consistent with my practices Mm -hmm. but i always came back you know i had to go through other experiences you know relationship wise whatever it may be to understand that the the true person you trust is within it's never going to come from someone outside of you so that's what's gave me the understanding is you can't find that happiness from anywhere else or from anyone else. You know, it all comes from within. So that's what I was realizing. And California definitely was my motivating drive. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm here in California, I would say it has changed. I'm going somewhere else now, but that's where it started.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as I like how you said, you know, it wasn't always or you, you fell off the horse and, you, you know, you kept going. Because I feel like for a lot of people... That can be a very frustrating thing is when they have setbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like, because, or what do you feel like was able to get you back on your path and back, you know, feeling good? Because obviously we all go through those moments where we aren't at the place where we want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, it's getting out of that that's a very difficult the thing to song. do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, what brought me back? Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to go through something bad to make you want to come back to the Mm -hmm. drive like for me i would i'm gonna be straight up it's heartbreaks i would date guys and think that oh my gosh this guy is the guy you know whatever it is and i would be really devastated when that stuff would end i'm like okay i'm not gonna sit here and be sad over some dude so now i need to replace it with something that makes me happy okay move to california go get Mm -hmm. a different dude over there yeah (laughs) so it's like i had to give myself that motivation like don't allow this sadness to become you i had to replace it with something else my dream of california every time i went through something hard Mm -hmm. i reminded myself of the dream i'm like okay okay you're right that's what i'm gonna focus on now in times sometimes it was harder than others like some guys i was like eh, whatever he's whatever but then there were some guys where i'm like oh man i really he thought i was gonna work out and then it's just it was harder but each time it was a test from the universe to be like are you ready for this do you actually believe in yourself to come and fight for this each time you come down you are fall down you need to get mm-hmm. back up you know so that I just having the end goal always motivates me to turn back around and keep fighting for what I want
0: yeah how has um how has your experience been during obviously what's going on right now we're in the middle of a pandemic um how has your experience been because I feel like For a lot of people, it's been a different experience, but I feel like a lot of people have had the time to kind of slow down and experience some things that we've never really experienced before. You know, people are doing more meditation, people are being more healthy, you know, obviously there's a lot of negatives, but I feel like for the most part, people are kind of, uh, I don't know if I'm using the right language, but awakening Mm -hmm. to like their, you know, self-care needs. Yep, for sure. So how has your experience been so far?
1: My quarantine life has been amazing. (laughs) I love life. I keep forgetting that we're going through this (laughs) because I'm like, oh, I'm over here living in my own world of love, peace, happiness, joy. Mm -hmm. I'm in control of my life in every way because I'm not going out there being influenced by all this negativity Mm because I'm – grounding myself within and i'm like if you want to be happy be happy why are you waiting for this job to give you money at a job you don't even want to do to give you security and happiness that's that's not happiness to me happiness comes from what i'm doing within um so yeah my quarantine's been amazing because i've been focusing on myself Focusing on my business, getting rid of the things that no longer serve me, replacing mm. it with things that encourage my growth. And that's why I love this pandemic. I don't I keep forgetting it's going on. And like when I went downstairs to get you, I was like, Oh, I, <laughs> put, I had to put my mask yeah, on. Yeah. You know, like I forget sometimes and I'm like, Oh, everyone's wearing a mask, I have to yeah. wear a mask. I'm not scared at all. I actually love this. Mm. And I'm thinking this is all happening in perfect timing for myself and for everyone. So
0: As far as your business goes, what um Tell me a little bit more about that. I want to know. So, you're because you're a, a spiritual life coach, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Um, so, what does that entail?
1: Okay. So, my business was kind of an idea I had mm. more so in November. So, right at the end of 2019, going yeah. into 2020, I just felt something coming. I felt something coming. I was like, this year is going to be very big, very transformative. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do I want to do with this year? Um, I want to be an entrepreneur. Because it's like, I thought I had to get my degree, work for someone else, Mm -hmm. then work my way up. And I I had my bachelor's degree, I was gonna do that. And then once I got my bachelor's degree, I was like, uh, hell no, I'm not (laughs) doing that, what? I'm gonna work for myself, you know? So um, anyways, my business, it entails spirituality, which is a very broad topic, but I focus on my services, which would be teaching meditation, Mm -hmm. um, teaching yoga, or um, I also do astrology readings, and I also do one-on-one coaching with my uh, spiritual guidance package. So those are the five things I focus on. Um, My goal is to help people tap into that same power that I tap to within, to believe in myself and understand that I'm worthy of making my dreams come true. So that's what I'm helping people understand, whether it's through meditation, or yoga, or astrology, or coaching. Everyone can fit one of these needs. And I feel like each of them, well, meditation or yoga could be a gateway to understand yourself at a deeper level. And that's how I started. So I just feel like it's my calling to serve this to the world, especially during the pandemic. That's Mm -hmm. why this is happening at this time in my life. That's why I'm stepping into this power right now. The universe wanted me to step here into this power so that I can serve other people. Because if I were to not be doing this, I don't know what I would be doing. I'd probably be making dance videos and stuff. Yeah, I'm very passionate about that too. But I, I, just know that there's a deeper calling. There's some service that I'm supposed to be providing to the world, and it is to help people understand that the happiness that they are looking for, the security, the safety, the love, the peace, the joy, the confidence, everything that you want in your life, is within. So that's kind of what I teach through my business. Nice. Um, it took a while to get here. I at first. Was just trying to do YouTube videos because I was thinking, oh, I'm just going to put my knowledge out there. Hopefully people like it and hopefully Mm -hmm. they subscribe. Hopefully I make some money off YouTube. But then I realized that wasn't really working out. So in around March, April during quarantine, when it all went down, I got offered an opportunity to take a business course that really shifted everything in my life the way I think, um, the way I act, just going into my subconscious mind, understanding where all these blockages are. And I lost a lot of friends in this process because Mm -hmm. I realized the truth and how some people influence your life better than others or vice versa, more negatively than others. And yeah, that's kind of where my business started to get more serious was in March of 2020. Even though it was an idea, November, 2019, it took some time to understand Mm -hmm. what I need to do to make this a tangible business, you know, so that's when everything got serious,
0: but yeah. Nice. What would you recommend as far as something that people can do right now at home, um, to just help them have a better day? Uh, because I know a lot of people, if I'm listening and I'm thinking, okay, you're, you're saying a lot of great things and you know, I, I love the things that you are saying. What's something that I can you know, do to improve my life? Um, a small step you know, in the right direction, I guess.
1: Bare minimum, integrate meditation into your morning routine. Okay. That's something I've been doing since day one of quarantine. Mayomi and I have been doing it since we moved in together every mm-hmm. single day. I don't even, we don't even ask each other anymore because we just know, oh, we have to go meditate real quick. It's literally, you have to do it. It's how you how, okay, imagine a computer running, right? Do you leave your computer on 24 seven?
0: No, I'll exactly. No.
1: <laughs> exactly. You turn off your computer sometimes. So why don't yeah, we yeah. do the same thing with our brain? Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. So
1: whenever your computer is running 24 seven, it's probably going to be slower at times where it's not functioning at its highest potential, right? Mm-hmm. So why not integrate the same concept to your brain? Your brain is literally a computer. It's better than a computer, actually. Yeah. So it's like, why don't we ever turn it off? Sleeping doesn't count. You're dreaming still. Mm-hmm. Dreamings, you have to consciously decide to tune within. Um, I mean, sleeping is a different meditative state, for sure. But I think in order to get a small step, a small taste of what I'm doing in my life, meditation every day you can start with just five or ten minutes and then you could eventually grow your way i do about 15 to 20 minutes every morning then i journal after but if you want just one easy step just do the meditation or yeah. or just do the journaling whatever for me i do 15 20 minutes of journaling then i'll i mean i'm sorry 15 20 minutes of meditation then 10 minutes of journaling after that's only 30 minutes of my morning routine um, I don't have to worry about putting on makeup anymore cause I'm not going anywhere. And yeah. I feel so amazing not wearing makeup because that 30 minutes of getting ready is bettering me on within instead of yeah. externally, you I know, do. yeah. doing the internal work instead of the external work. So
0: what are your next goals with your company?
1: My next goals would be to become completely self-reliant on myself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: no one else, nothing else to bring my business, the traffic that it needs. Yeah. um, To make sure that my clients all feel fulfilled. That's the number one goal. Making sure that they are fulfilled. Which Mm -hmm. I am doing already. Yeah, I am doing that. But I want to continue doing that. Um, I want to attract more people. More coaching clients. Because the thing is. Everyone needs help. Whether they know it or not. There is something within you. That's holding you back. And I know I can help you find out it's just like that's where my goal is, is to get more people to understand that and step into that power and allowing me to help them understand that so yeah I guess that's my next goal is to get consistent coaching clients because I do have meditation I do have yoga um, mm-hmm. those are the great gateways but I feel like coaching is where you'll get the real growth because it's all from within and you don't I needed to get coaching. I could not have done this if I didn't invest in the business course that I took. I took a whole um, 10-week program that allowed me to dissect my brain and understand where the blockages were. And that's why I am here today with my business, making a profit on my business, which is so crazy. Because if you would have told me that a year ago, I would have been like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, a lot of, I, I feel like a lot of, I hear sometimes a lot of words thrown around um, by different people on Instagram or whatever, you know, we, we always come across like uh, meditation, this, that w- words sometimes that I don't understand, but I don't really mm-hmm. ask about. I'm sure a lot of us, like for example, mindfulness. So that's one thing I wanted to ask you is what, what's m- like kind of the deeper definition of that? Because I feel like I know what mindfulness n- means, mm-hmm. like, but, but a very vague, like, like probably surface level definition. So, what what you think. I want to know what you think. So for me, it's more like just being aware of our thoughts. But I also, I know that self-awareness is kind of like, so to me, it's like, well, what's the difference? You know, self-awareness feels like you're aware of yourself, you're aware of your thoughts and the way you're thinking. So mindfulness is to me almost similar. So what's the differences Is
1: No, you're on the right track. That's that's what mindfulness is. But I, why stop at just your thoughts? Why are you only aware of your thoughts? There's way more that's going on with all this. As
0: far as mindfulness goes, right? That's what that like. Yeah, but there's a lot
1: going on inside your mind, not just your thoughts. There's also emotions. There's your your soul's talking to you. Yeah. There's a lot. You have cravings. You have addictions. Mm. You have. You have all kinds of things that are going on in your mind. Yes, they are all thoughts, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I think mindfulness integrates with self-awareness. If I were to put a definition on it, it is being aware of your mind, your body, and your soul. Even though it's called mindfulness, becoming aware of what's going on within. Mm -hmm. That's how I, I think it relates to everything, your actions. Because your actions are driven by your mind. So mindfulness is becoming aware of how you act, what actions you're taking, you know? And then um, your emotions, are you acting on your emotions? Are you being mindful with your emotions? Are you processing them before you act on them? Mm -hmm. Um, Are your thoughts controlling you or are you controlling your thoughts? Uh, Are your emotions controlling you or are you controlling your emotions? You know, it relates to all of that. It's becoming aware, but also taking the step to pause before you act on any of it yeah or allowing it to drive you or control you Mm -hmm. so i think mindfulness is important with the pause that you take between all of the things going on in your head like i used to be an angry person i would label myself as a quote unquote a bitch because i would i would tell people exactly how i feel no filter you know because why not they should hear it right But for example, let's say mindful, I have now I practice mindfulness. I'll have this judgmental thought towards someone, but as soon as it happens, I let it go because I'm like, I am not my thoughts. So mindfulness is learning how to actually step out of your mind and go within your heart and your soul because that is the Mm -hmm. true you. Your mind helps you in this life, but it's not you. So I guess mindfulness is learning how to make friends with your soul because and it's integrating it, right? Because your soul is driving your mind. Yeah. Right? So it's like, how do I make them work together?
0: That would be my definition, Ooh, I guess. Oh, that's fire. I like that.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, where
0: does the ego come into play in all of this? I'm so
1: glad you asked because that <laughs> definitely plays a part. Your ego lives in your mind. So does your spirit. hmm So your spirit and your soul, I should mention this. Your spirit and your soul are little. They're the same, but they're different. Your soul is that light within. hmm Um that light that you can't even explain that fire that passion you're seeing in me is my soul So my soul is within here But then you have your spirit in your head and then you have your ego in your head So it's like the devil and the angel on your shoulders. So it's like I would label (laughs) I would label the ego as the devil and I would label the spirit as the angel They're both necessary just like yin and yang. They're both necessary to make the whole thing work Mm -hmm. so the ego is gonna be the analytic thing, telling you the things you can and can't do, what it's learned based on experience, um, whatever it, the data you have stored in your head. It's telling you, it's going in your computer database to see what you've already learned, what you already know. You know, It's giving you things based on security and safety. But then you have your spirit, the angel, the one who's encouraging you to try something different, take the risk. Um, you can't even find this in the database because this is just something that you have to explore and figure out on yourself. So your ego and your spirit live in your mind but one is a devil, one is an angel. One's not better than the other. They're both necessary for to help you make decisions. Because if you didn't have the ego, you could, you would probably die. You could die because, oh, I'm just walking across the street, Mm. not looking across the street. The ego is necessary for that. It's there to like, let you know, hold on, wait for the light to stop so you can walk, you know? And then there's the angel, you know, that, um, is there giving you the encouragement? Maybe it's like, why not fly across the street, baby? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I hope that made sense.
0: No, it does. It definitely does. Um, I was just, I was was thinking of the next question. We'll fix this in post. That's fine. As far as the ego goes... More about the ego? Yeah. I guess my next question would be, you know, sometimes when we have that... Uh, I guess what, what would be a good way to balance the two when sometimes our mind is thinking that we can't do things, right? Because I feel like sometimes, or a lot of times we have these things that we want to do. We have these goals, we have these aspirations and especially for me, someone who has like 20 different ideas and then I'm like all over the place with them, Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes it gets to the point and I'm sure this happens for a lot of people where they have a business. So, you know, like I just said, aspirations, whatever. And, and their mind is telling them all the things from their experience of why it can't work out or why, like, I guess negative things. Um, and not necessarily that you can't do it, but almost like anxiety about it because obviously it's like that experience telling you, well, what about this? Or what about that? Did you do this? Did you do that? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, how how do you balance that? I guess for for anybody who may be going through that, which is probably a hundred, you know, probably everybody people. because we all have plans and those things, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; I get those negative, self-limiting beliefs still. Mm-hmm. Your ego is naturally going to do that, yeah, because it does what it knows. Yeah. Again, coming back to awareness, just becoming aware of the fact that that happens in your mm-hmm. mind can help you make a change. So, yes, I am pretty aware, but I still get those limiting beliefs sometimes. But it's like, what do you do with it? When you notice it, okay, become aware of it. You notice it. Now what? Maybe let it go. Maybe hold on to it. You decide in that very moment. Is Mm -hmm. this going to help me with my goal or my aspiration? Yes. Okay, keep it. If it's not, no, let it go. So... The thing is i think people get attached to the things the ideas of whenever these thoughts come into your mind they hold on to it because they're like that's valid that's valid so mm-hmm. you decide yes or no if it resonates thoughts are just like clouds in the sky they come through your mind and then they pass by i say this in my meditations all the time
0: i love that
1: i mean it's true because like am i gonna go outside and oh that cloud's the best one i'm gonna hold on to that oh, one Yeah, yeah. you know no so why do we do that with our thoughts when we should just allow it to come into our awareness, our mind, our mindfulness state, we see it. Do you like that? Do you resonate with that? Yes or no. That's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And you can decide if you like it or not. And if it's a self-limiting belief, I'm like, nah, I, I'm full of abundance, baby. I, the f- at first I'm like, oh, that's too expensive. I, I literally cannot afford that because I, you know, I have all these reasons. I yeah, have yeah. to pay rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have my credit card to pay off. I have my car. I have, you know, your ego is going to tell you everything that it knows because of experience. Mm-hmm. The old Brittany would not have invested $6,000 in a business class to grow my business. Yeah. She would have said, I don't have that much money. Where am I supposed to get it? <laughs> You know, and and where I had to change that was like, get rid of that self-limiting belief. The universe is going to take care of you if you believe in yourself. That's something I learned through my awakening, through the law of attraction, through mm-hmm. moving to California. Something I integrated was get rid of the things that no longer serve you, such as those limiting beliefs. So as soon as I was like, that's too expensive, I had to really sit there and think. Are you, are you too expensive? Because I'm investing in myself, you know? So I'm like, so what, if I were to put a number on myself, would I say that I'm worth $6,000? I'd be like, no, I'm worth like $5 million or more, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like when you put it into that perspective, you understand what, is, what actually matters and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. You define what matters. The ego is going to give you all these things. You're the person who gives it um, value. So you decide if you want to give these negative things or these ego thoughts value or not. Everything the ego does is based on like restrictions, time, money, and you know, the things that we live in the matrix, you know, if you, if you resonate with that and you keep giving it your energy, then that's the life you're going to live. I stopped giving that stuff my energy. That's why I keep forgetting that we're going through quarantine. Cause I'm like, Oh, I forgot everyone's scared. Cause they're not working. I love that. I'm not working. Well, I am working on my business, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm kind of rambling, but, <laughs> no,
0: no. um, Wow. No, it's just, it's all of what you're saying is so on point. And it's obviously, you know, it's not like a, something that's like, should be amazing. But I think a lot of times we get so distracted, we get so tied up, like you said, where our mind tries to hold on to these thoughts. Um, And I think that's natural that's part of being a human being but I love what you said about just just recognizing when that happens Mm -hmm. I think that's a very important step that a lot of people can take is just just be very mindful of what you're thinking You know for a lot of people who are struggling right now who may be going through a difficult time I know that you know not everybody's situation is the same like some people are probably you know Their situation is way worse than Mm -hmm. me who's very blessed It just depends and so I think that is super valuable recognizing our thoughts and recognizing and and being able to to just take a pause like you said and Mm -hmm. notice that because yeah I mean bad things can be happening but I think 90% of the time like our thoughts make it worse
1: you know uh, yeah for sure um what I want to point out is your mind is working like at 100 million at miles per hour and you don't even notice. You don't even notice that you're thinking a thousand thoughts per minute because it's happening within and you yeah. it. that's why it's hard to practice awareness mm-hmm. without doing meditation. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying that's the medicine that you should include in your daily morning routine because if you learn how to sit there in silence you will know how to bring your thoughts back to that silence whenever it's getting crazy, whenever you're overthinking. I used to have trouble falling asleep at night because my thoughts would be going off. It would take me like an hour to lay there to fall asleep because I'm like, why am I thinking so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would make me so mad. And it's like, once I practiced meditation, I was like, oh, the breath, mm-hmm. the breath. Oh my gosh, this is always there. It's always working. It's always chill. It's not. I mean, sometimes it's freaking out, but it's, <laughs> if, it's, it's if you allow it to get to that point, but yeah i think taking the pause is easier if you practice meditation i mean i can tell you to take a pause and you might be able to but how how easily will you be able to do that it might take some time to just pause and it's going to start all over again the thoughts are going to come rolling in just like every cloud passing by you know so it's like how do i ground myself whenever all these thoughts are happening in my mind when i'm meditating i'm not saying my thoughts turn off no i'm still thinking but it's like, I'm not giving it any of my attention. It's just happening in my head. You become the observer. You become the watcher. That's what self-awareness is. That's what mindfulness is. You become mm-hmm. aware. You're just watching it like you're in a movie theater. You're sitting in the seat watching the movie happen. Yeah. That's how I'm seeing life. I'm like, dang, all these people are tripping about COVID. I'm here just watching y'all freak out, you know? <laughs> and I understand people are concerned. I'm, I apologize if I offend you with that. <laughs> but that's just my experience. Yeah. I'm watching this like I'm watching a movie. That Life is a movie. Life is a game. I'm just playing in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think... Uh, I you know it's funny what you just said, but I think, I think the world needs more, of the ability to, open their mind to opinions and experiences that aren't isn't their own. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I started this podcast, one thing I said well, I this is not relevant, so I'm not even gonna. Say <laughs> it. Uh, no, well I said one thing that I promise I would never do on this podcast was politics mm. because i wanted this podcast to be only about things that we can all that aren't dividing like i didn't mm-hmm. want to divide anybody yeah. i didn't want to i didn't want to talk about anything not serious but i just i always was like don't even touch like those mm-hmm. topics and you know obviously it comes up sometimes but mm-hmm. um it's not like the focus but I think people are so closed off to experiencing someone else's opinions that, that even like you said, like, you know, you've been having a great time during COVID. Like that's an opinion that I feel like certain people might go like, well, she does not blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, first of all, like that's someone else's experience. Like, obviously for me, if someone was coming to me and saying like, I'm having such a shitty time, blah, 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 it's like, I would listen, you know, that's not my experience, but I think so many people are now, it's like, this Mm -hmm. is my experience, and this goes as fact all the time, and I've always wanted people to listen to something else, whether they agree with it or not, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's how we learn, it's how we grow, um, that was just, I I just thought of that when, when you had said that, but, Uh um, I don't know if you have anything that you want to touch on, because it's, for sure,
1: I, I think I do want to touch on that, because that was something, an obstacle I've gone through, during covid was uh-huh. people me being so positive about everything going on and people responding that way and that has happened and it was kind of hard for me because i'm like i'm just here trying to spread love and, peace. Yeah. and i'm like why are people coming at me with hate and it's, <laughs> and it's like i had to understand that these are just opinions yeah. i have to understand that i you know i respect the people that say these things to me so i'm gonna listen to them even if i don't agree and you're, you're right it's how we learn so for me i'm learning it in the direction of okay, I have to understand that people are on different levels in their journey. Mm-hmm. I have to understand their perspective so that I can help them get to the next step. That's how I'm trying to see all these opinions that I don't agree with. Yeah, And I feel like people can resonate with that on the other end who still don't agree with my positivity. Mm-hmm. They can still say, okay, she, she should be practicing this, this, and this because we need to do this for this. You know, Well, maybe they can also do what I'm doing and just listen and see where they're coming from to understand yeah. and, and then understanding what step they can do to move forward. That's how you learn to see from multiple perspectives. So we need all of these different perspectives in order to grow as an individual, as a human being, as a soul, yeah. as an eternal force in this universe. We have to have these different perspectives. That's why we all have souls. That's why we are all different. That's why there is separation because we need to understand what we can do to become one again. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just once you realize that we are all one, we are all connected, (laughs) you will understand that we need to go through these differences to remember this. So if you see differences as a way to unite, mm-hmm. then I think it'll be easier to hear differences. Beautiful. Oh, I love that. Tip. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I just shook myself <laughs> with that one.
0: Got me shooketh <laughs> on vegan cookie reviews. Uh, awesome. Well, I think that's a great way to wrap up the this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Brittany Huguenin, mm-hmm. spiritual life coach. Uh, I, I guess a, l- let's do a conclusion what would you say a quick uh list of essential things that anybody sh- or that you have in your life essential thing that you do every day i know you said meditation is one mm-hmm. um what are some other things that is just like a must for you even you know weekly or or so
1: uh-huh i think it's important to do meditation also journaling mm-hmm. that's how you talk to your soul that's okay. how you get wisdom and seeds of intuition um, I also think exercise of any sort it I mean I don't know how it depends yeah. on the person how much how often you have to exercise your body is your vehicle to life you need to take care of it properly through exercise and through nutrition how what are you feeding yourself are you being aware of what you're putting in your body because that's what's fueling your life you know yeah uh, like I stopped drinking alcohol during um, quarantine I mean I still do but not nearly as much so mm. that's just an example so um, journaling meditation exercise nutrition yeah i would say those are four things that you can easily implement and i'm sure everyone says those things a lot yeah but hopefully from my experience you can see how it's benefited me yeah and it's because i've been consistent with this Mm -hmm. and everything comes from practice you can't just get from a to z without going through a b c d e f g you know you have to go through the entire thing to get to the end goal so I hope that inspires you guys beautiful yeah i appreciate you for having me i can't wait to post this
0: (laughs) well thank you for being a guest where can uh, people find out more about you
1: um my website is www.divingdeepwithbrittany.com brittany is spelled n-e-y don't spell it a-n-y because people do do that so (laughs) divingdeepwithbrittany.com wait
0: brittany they spell it n-a-y like that
1: no a-n-y like britney spears a, a oh, wait, Brit- she's so. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Brittany's too. What did also I say? Brittany?
0: <laughs> yeah, you Oh, said, oh <laughs> shoot. You, no,
1: it, it's Brittany. But you
0: did say N A Y, I think, right?
1: I don't uh, know I'm what I'm to... I- we'll,
0: we'll fix that in post. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't, we'll fix that in post. I love how you do that.
0: Um, so, yeah, okay, so divingdeepwithbrittany.com
1: and then on Instagram, divingdeepwithbrittany. Um, I do have a Facebook page, Twitter page, and YouTube. It's all the same thing, but I'm mainly on Instagram, so you can definitely contact me on there or my website.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again. And this has been incredibly enjoyable and very insightful. Not only, I mean, I've learned some things today, so hopefully the audience, uh, hopefully hopefully you guys have learned some stuff too. So thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you soon. scenery that we always uh, do, we keep it fresh, you know.
0: Birth ...and then brought back together when I spilled chocolate milk on <laughs> you in 8th grade. Um, and... <laughs> <Okay>. ...and life. I eat cookies all day. Rogan working pockets my night.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> well, dude, this is so dope. Oh, about you, right? i love you. I about you. I want oh. to good. No. Dude, this is so crispy. That came out. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Alright, in...
1: right, well, have a good night. I'll talk to you later. And I guess you'll to plan
0: something. Alright, so... Make good thoughts. Right. Y'all right. That's why I needed, that's why I'm sexual Because this is the shit that I'm in my head about, you feel me? And if I want to be an artist, if I want to be, like, a real artist, this shit got to be vulnerable as hell. A niggas got to chew it out and tell me what it is. Like, it's the stories, it's a life experiences. You can't come out the gate shooting if nobody knows who you are or where you're right. from. That's what it does. It's all stories.
1: That's why I love it.